episode 42 of 20th century 21st century boys is now recording welcome yeah what's your name i'm james crawford oh i'm jack crawford i mean i'm joe crawford (laughs) i don't even know who i am i've had too much soda today yeah have you ever had too much soda probably when you have too much soda i think it's you get too much sugar and caffeine and it kind of gets you amped up um so this is uh the 21st century boys podcast also known as the podcast that can be recorded within the time it takes someone to cook tacos mm-hmm. or at least that's our goal tonight we want to make sure that this is done within the time it takes to make tacos so that would mean if you are making tacos you could hit play and by the time it's over hopefully the tacos would be ready hope so all right um we have been re i okay so we had a blizzard like a week ago and i've read like something like 80 comics within like four days i read a lot so then i went to my comic stack today and there basically wasn't anything there um so I went and I pulled a bunch from the basement, but before I got around to reading those, I had actually read this yesterday, and I kind of did a quick description to Jack, and I think I'm just going to cover the first issue of this. So we went to the library, because that's where I work, so I guess I went to work, and um, I grabbed some of the new books off the shelf, and the one I'm going to be covering is one of those. Jack, on the other hand, is going to be covering a comic that I'm guessing he must have got through DCBS. Yes. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about it? All right, so this is Marvel Zombies Black, White, and Blood. It says Parental Advisory, not for kids, on the front. And they got Wolverine looking all gross. He does look gross. And this has three different stories by three different writers and artists. We start off with this daredevil one. You got him, like, popping out the sewage, and he's kicking this guy up. So he's involved with, like, these fights between other zombies and this Captain America looking guy is like did you ever doubt it come back tomorrow bring food we have more fresh meat for the champ and I don't know if you can tell or not but this is definitely a different universe from the previous Marvel zombies yeah because in that that one everybody's everybody's a zombie Yeah. yeah so I'm not sure if there has been a previous reset recently because I haven't been keeping up with Marvel zombies that much I had been keeping up, but it's been a while. Yeah, so, I mean, this might have been something that's already been established. This might be something brand new. Could be like I'm a standalone. Sure. So, wait a second. When Silver Surfer showed up and they ate him in the first one, so everybody on Earth was a zombie. Yes. Okay, because Silver Surfer wasn't, and then they ate him and it made Hulk upset and his then they, tummy. And Galactus came and they ate him, too. That was awesome. All right, okay. So, we think a different universe, different rules, maybe a one-off. We're not sure. Okay, yeah. anyway, we got you. Go ahead. Yep. So, Daredevil is being held by these people and put in tournaments, and now they're putting him in the sewers. Ew. And in the sewers, he's just chewing on guts and stuff. Like, real glo- gross. And he's talking to, like, the zombie itself. Uh-huh. Like, he's like, thank you for eating me, otherwise I'd be dying. Crub me. And he comes out, he starts tearing up all the people that are in front of him. And now Frank Castle... Uh, Punisher, not a zombie. He's just checking in, like, talking to Daredevil. And, like, I can't kill you right now, or tomorrow you could take those people with you. 
And so he continues following these people and be put into tournaments, even though he could very well could just eat them. He's all lumpy. Yeah, he's all lumpy. He looks pretty gross. That's disgusting. And he's fighting. And then he's looking in the sky. And Punisher decides to blow him up. Dang. Poor, poor, poor Daredevil. Next, we get to Daily Bugle. This is a different artist, different writer, different story. And we see that Spider-Man is fighting off all these zombies. And thinking about all the people that he hopes are safe. So he's fighting them off, dodging them, everything, and protecting J. Jonah from all the zombies. And suddenly he's trying to call someone, seeing how, you know, like MJ and Aunt May are doing. But they aren't paying, picking up. So mm. he continues fighting them, and his spider sense is going weak. And oh no, Aunt May? Yeah, she looks Aunt pretty May gross. turned into a zombie. And. He's pretty depressed by this. So he tries to fight it, and then he's like, wait, but that's my AMA. Yeah, she gave him some wheat cakes. She got some wheat cakes. Said, eat your wheat cakes. She looks pretty pissed. And we can't, I mean, this basically shows it's a different universe because the zombies can talk to him, at least for a little bit. It's like some get out type stuff. Yeah. Sort of like can control their body for a bit. So, Peter does unfortunately kill Anne and he's telling people to run for their lives, so, because he's pretty depressed. He is. Next, we get to our final story. Looks like a Moon Knight. Illinois. Yep, it's Moon Knight, and we got Moon Knight and Kanshu, and so, Moon Knight's fighting off these dogs, mm-hmm. being a mo- in country, he's just like, hey, what you doing? Something is off. Suddenly, Iron Man comes out. The moon showing, it's a dark night. It's a very pretty comic. Oh, That's a nice use of red too, because I was like, there wasn't very much red so far in this in this this story, and then you got the Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah. Let me show who's the other guy. Because that's not Connor. Anubis. Anubis. Yeah. yeah. So Anubis is working with Iron Man, zombie, try to kill Moon Knight. Eventually, Iron Man puts his chest, his arm through Moon Knight's chest. That's not that's nice. Pretty gross. That is. But gross. Moon Knight stabs him. And Iron Man, like, goes against this by ripping a chunk out of his arm. Ugh. And so, Moon Knight runs away as, oh no, his whole arm got ripped off. Yeah, it did. And he tries to get away, but he slowly turns into a zombie as Iron Man fights off these kids. Moon Knight kills him first, though. I'm going a bit ahead of what's saying. He does turn into a zombie after this, and we can see Captain America in Black Widow. You know, there's zombies themselves. They're still disgusted by him because he looks so gross. He does look gross. And now he's like, okay, now you gotta kill them all. <laughs> and so when I say, heck yeah. Oh boy. And, that's the, and the next episode is gonna be Electra. Yeah, so we can see. I mean, Daredevil died in the last one, I think. So I guess it is probably just a different universe. So they're bringing Electra yeah. back from the dead. So that made me think of two things. Uh, number one, I just read the first... Vo- and I had read the first issue before, but I don't know that I caught this last time. Did you read Danger Street yet? I don't think I have. Where are you going to? Is that the... That was the Tom King one that came from the library. Hmm. It's got all the different characters in front. Whatever, it's no biggie. Okay. Anyway, so I was reading it, and there was a neat thing uh, with it that I just caught. You're talking about the arm missing. So in it... Um, Metamorpho, Starman, and Warlord are trying to make a deal 
with the green team and the way they make the deal with the green team is Metamorpho takes his arm off. I was like, what does he take his arm off for? And so I get it. He can change into anything, right? Mm -hmm. So what he does, he changes into diamond and then he took his arm off and gave him his arm. So basically like, it's like the world's biggest diamond now was Mm -hmm. his arm. So I thought that was kind of funny. The other thing I was going to say, I really like this format. Yeah. Um, I'm reading the uh, Harleys. I think it's called Black, White, and Redder. And I really like them because I've not been a huge fan of Harley the last year or so. I did like the writer okay, but I didn't like the way the Riley Rossimo... I like Riley Rossimo and some stuff. Like, I really like the Sandman he's doing right now. I didn't really care for the Harley. It didn't work for me. So then, now they got Teeny Howard doing it, and the story's not really working for me. So I'm like, uh, I really love Harley, but I don't like her in anything other than like in Poison Ivy and Birds of Prey. So it's nice that she does have a book you can read, and that's what these black, white, and red books do, is they kind of give you nice little tidbits. And it's really fun to see what other artists and uh, writers do with the characters. And I'm super interested... I mean, you've got Garth Ennis and Rachel Stott. That's awesome. Alex Segura. I don't know these last two. Uh, Ashley Allen, Justin Mason. But Alex Segura uh, is great. Uh, Garth Ennis, I mean, fabulous. I'll have to check that out. I just ordered uh, Garth Ennis's, uh James Bond today. Super curious about that one. So cool. So you would give that uh, a thumb up? Yeah. Nice. All right, so I told Jack a little bit about this one yesterday. I'm just going to kind of talk about the first issue really so this is ghost lore i've been listening to the boom direct podcast and they had colin bunn on and i was like i should check this out and then i was at the library and it was sitting on the shelf so i checked it out even though it's mislabeled manga because this is not manga it's kind of funny i showed it to the person who does the books and she's like could you bring it back and we'll get that fixed and i was like yeah okay so this is ghost lore written by colin bunn leo max art and Jason Wordy colors it. So it starts out, there's a reverend, and he's talking to the church, and it's pretty sparse, not a whole lot of people in the church. And they go outside, and they're talking about why people aren't coming anymore, and the daughter is smoking, and the mom comes up and says, Oh, Harmony, don't you know your father would go ballistic if he caught you smoking at the church? I don't know, if, does that mean he'd go ballistic? She's smoking at church, or just uh, she's smoking? Probably both. Probably both. Okay. So anyway, she's like, uh, and she like snuffs out the cigarette on her arm. Gross. Mm. So she's got like cigarette burns where I guess she puts out the cigarettes on her arm when she's not supposed to be smoking. So she gets to the car and they're like, you're going to drive. And she's like, why me? I don't want to drive. And then he said, you're going to be taking a driving test someday. So you need the practice. So they all get in the car. It's uh, Harmony in the driver's seat, Dad and the uh, the pastor and the passenger. Mom's behind Harmony, kiddo's behind Dad. So they're driving along and they're talking about life, the universe, and everything. And Harmony sees something in the road, and it's like this ghost kid with a teddy bear. So she freaks out, and of course she crashes the car. Crash, crash, cars crash. And the Dad's like, "What's going on? Talk to me. Is everything okay?" And the little boy says, Dead Harmony. And I guess basically hasn't talked in a long time. 
which we just find this out now. Now he's all spooky talking. And they're like, well, you hadn't talked to us in like a decade. What's going on? And he's like, I need you to listen, both of you. I have something I have to tell. And then it shows like the outside of the car. A car is smashed into a tree. And there's like ghost people all around the car. And Harmony's like, Dad, we're not alone. There's a bunch of people out there. And the little boy's again like, listen to me. This is important. He's like, I can't move. What's holding me? I can't move. And the dad's all freaking out. Dad, Harmony, please. I need to talk. And so he tells a story. So he talks about when he was, I guess the last time he talked to him, this is back when things were normal, they were at school, and I guess it must have been like a school church or something like that, because some, some churches have schools. And there's this one girl, and they, they have her like almost like she's in black and white, and everybody else is in color. Um, so she's uh, at the school, and they go and pick on her. And these kids are jerks. They straight up like hit her with a rock to the point like she's bleeding. And the pastor's son's out there with these two mean kids. And when they hit her with a rock, she turns into like this giant monster where her skin flays off and there's eyeballs underneath her skin and like intestines and flower petals. She's pretty wild looking. Mm -hmm. And um, basically she eats the kids and she's like you should never tell anybody what happened and if you ever say a word about this i'm gonna come and get you and your family so and that's why he quit talking because mm -hmm. uh this monster said it was gonna come back and get him and and the dad says uh what are you saying what did you do he's like the things i did and so the dad's screaming at the boy and and harmony's like dad you've got to look in the back seat and so when they look at the back seat what they had been talking to was the ghost of the mom and the son because they're actually dead. They weren't wearing seatbelts. So when she crashed into the tree, uh, I am assuming both... The, looks like the mom's head went through the uh, window and the son's neck probably got broken in the back of the seat. And so the, the, angry, the spirit of the mom is really angry and she screams, you're not listening. And shatters like every window in the car and basically this is where we find out what the whole premise of the book is going to be from here on out in ghost lore is the two different ways that the people who can see these spirits deal with the spirits so harmony is trying to soothe the brother's ghost and she says it's okay tell me your story and then you can leave in peace so the idea from here on out is she is going to be someone who the ghost can tell their story to and then they can go on to the other world or whatever. And the dad is one who is going to deal with these spirits and violence. And you don't find that out until the next issue. But uh, at the end of this issue, he's still in the car saying he's stuck. And she's outside surrounded by ghosts. And she says, I'm here and we're not alone. And, you know, she's going to help the ghost uh, find their way to the next world or however. And, yeah, in the next issue, it's you, you to give you a taste just real quick issue two of the series you have the first time that he does a one-on-one -on -one with a ghost and he tries to do the whole thing like uh tell me your story and it doesn't go well and basically the ghost attacks him and so then he beats the crap out of the ghost to the point he kills it so anyway uh i don't know i liked it i'd like to see where it's going sometimes if you only get like four issues of a book i don't know that you get a good enough taste of how it's going i do like how like whenever you have a ghost it's a different artist 
than the main artist. So you can kind of like in manga, you can tell it's a flashback when it switches to black borders. Mm -hmm. In this, you can tell it's a flashback when it switches art styles. So that's kind of neat. So the ghost will tell its story, and you get a whole nother um, art style, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I liked it. Didn't love it, but it could get better. I don't know. Sometimes, like I say, it's kind of hard to tell. But we're checking out. Um, what else did we read? We read the R.L. Stein, the first stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Thought that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I liked the art a lot. That was almost kind of like a Frankenstein vibe. Mm -hmm. Frankenstein and some. They weren't really zombies. They're just weird. They were just almost like if Frankenstein's ate people, like Frankenstein meets a cannibal, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. Um, let's see. Jack read Superman Space Age. Mm -hmm. I just read the first issue of it. That's really good so far. So use your public library. And I'm not just saying that because I work there. I do. I mean, we were big library people. What did you tell me yesterday? You said like three quarters of the comics you've read have been from the library? Most likely. Maybe even more. Yeah, I read way more comics that from the library than I actually own. And I own a lot. Yeah, me too. So... There you go. Check out your library. And yeah, I am a little biased because we, we work there, but it's still a great place to go to. Um, so I think that's it for today. Uh, we'll try to be back in a week or two. Uh, thanks for listening to us today. You can check us out on Twitter and at uh, Blue Sky. Uh, just for Twitter for the podcast, that's 21STCEMBOIS. Uh, and Blue Sky is. I don't know. Don't you have the same blue sky as you do no. Twitter? Okay, well, it what's, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is in underscore garlic. I think my blue sky is 444, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I am. I was Joe on both. So hit us up. Have a question. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. See you.